Hey guys, thank you for joining me today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca, and today we're recording the third episode of The Blind View. And Kayla and Meg are joining me again today. Hi, ladies, how are you? Hi, Hi. Becca. Hey, Megan. Hey, how are you? How are you guys doing? Good. So, what's up with COVID? <laughs> well, I don't know about what's up with COVID, but I was watching the news just so about a half hour before we went on the air because I was trying to catch up with the latest news. And I was watching The Five, and they played a clip of Joy Behart going after Dr. Burks. Um, and I was really put off by what was going on because you know I've seen Joy Behart and other liberal women go after strong conservative intelligent women you know women before and it really drives me crazy because to me um there's a huge difference between liberal women and conservative women as a conservative woman I feel like my strength comes from me being able to stand on my own feet in the real world. But it, it seems to me like liberal women want to create a fake world to try to, you know, pretend that they're champions in or leaders in. And when they see a conservative woman who's a real leader in real life, their only solution is to try to diminish her with, you know, petty insults and stuff. And I, for one, am really tired of seeing that. Well, and you know I, what, honestly, I feel like, you know, every, and not to cut you off or anything, Becca, but I feel the, that way about both sides. I mean, you can say that about, you can say that about, you know, conservatives, you know, conservative women being hurt by liberal women because of what they say, but um, they're doing the same thing. And I think that, you know, everyone, if we were all the same, obviously our world would not be a good place to be in. It would not be fun. Uh, we'd all be doing the same things. And I feel that there, you know, um, and, but I, 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 I see both sides of it, but I think that, that we, we all needed to stop, um, stop that because um, we all have a lot of good things to say. And I think that instead of people getting offended about everything, like, you know, um, or you know I mean and and I didn't see what you just saw so I don't know what you just saw mm -hmm. but um I feel like it's that way on both sides I feel like both sides are just bam 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 at each other mm -hmm. yeah and I'm getting really tired of it the point is that right now it seems like with the liberal media they're constantly trying to distract us from what is really going on and try to make us think that's the opposite is going on like they're trying to say that President Trump created the virus when everybody knows that it came from China. And it's like it's like opposite day with the liberal media all the time. It's so like, I never heard that. I never heard the liberals saying that. Um, I, you I've haven't heard them say that Trump is responsible. They, they're, they're, they're spreading the rumor that China is, is propagating that the United States created the virus and spread it, that China didn't do it. Well, of course, that China is like probably, you know, not wanting to be like the one that, but obviously they are. They're the ones that started, or, you know, it came from there. Um, well, 
I exactly, Megan. And, and that's what I'm saying, though. I'm tired of the liberal media trying to spin everything so that the, I, the low, low education voters, the low educated people out there who aren't really don't have a lot of time to see everything that they're not really hearing all of the facts. And once we're only hearing the, the, the BS that the media is throwing out there, you know, they're believing that nonsense. Right. And I think like even taking parts and parts of things, you know, cutting things out of a conversation like that Trump says, you know, and, and they pick like the silliest or, you know, the thing that he didn't mean, you know, for everybody to stare at or anybody. Mm -hmm. And they just, they bring it out and then they, they, uh, make fun of it and um you know then we don't really know what the real truth is so i see where you're coming from Becca. there and like they they say things to him like like that stupid thing the this reporter said to him it was one of those gotcha questions it was something like so how do you plan on getting reelected when so many americans have died on your watch what That's what not. are you doing as a president but listen this virus was not created by our president it was not created by our country and no man can stop it. Our president has done amazing things to slow it down, you know what I mean, and protect us and save us. And it, it just really pisses me off to see these, these media personalities, the ones who are supposed to be gathering the truth, the facts for us and sharing the truth and the facts with us. It drives me crazy to see them trying to circumvent what's really going on with their deceitful questions and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's why I can't watch world news. I watch channel three. I'm like a channel three. I mean, that's the one that I feel most comfortable because I don't, when I watch it, I feel like, um, it's not turning me one way. Like I'm getting just the facts I'm getting, but you know, I don't watch it all day long either, but I'm getting the numbers. I'm getting, you know, um, some good things out of that. So I don't know. Is that, I can't a, watch local station? All that. Is that a local station? It is, yeah, because I'm trying yeah. to watch just like Arizona to see when we can, mm -hmm. you know, think about starting to open up so I can plan on getting buying a bunch of uh, new product again and basically starting over. So I'm just waiting for the day. <laughs> are your employees, ha are they still around? Because I, um, I mean, you haven't yeah, lost any employees part, through this, have you? Yeah, um, for the most part, um, they're just waiting. Um, and I have three that are working right now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've just been focusing on the Arizona news because yeah, when I watch those other news channels, I feel like, you know, sometimes, you know, they're, I, you know, I, I can, you know, listen to it, but other times I feel like they're, you know, they're trying to just start trouble and where it doesn't need to be. Mm -hmm. Why don't we, yeah. Okay. Well, right now with this virus thing, it really affects more than just Arizona. It's really, especially when it comes to our economy it has to do with our whole country so yeah that's a big thing well and that's another thing so and i don't mean to be doing like a lot of talking and everything but um you know the economy i mean we do, we have to stay home for a while but we have to get back to work too so you know there has to be a balance and i know that there is um you know some people are saying the states should handle it some people are saying the federal government should handle it what do you think becca well, I, I agree that the states, the governors probably have a better picture of what's going on on the ground than the federal government does. I am excited that this Friday is May 1st. I'm glad that we're almost to that day. And I think most of the country is going to be opening up on May 1st. Um, but I think we're ready. And I think, I think 
America can handle it. I, I think we might have some cases pop up, but the American people are smart. We fought worse than this before and survived it. You know what I mean? So. Again, we didn't even have uh, media or Facebook or anything to tell us what to do. They just knew what to do, you know, stay mm -hmm. away. Stay away from each other for a little bit. So Kayla, so my um my thoughts on the whole reopening thing is mm -hmm. I think that we need to work together with our sister states because and kind of uh, do things at the same time and open up those places where social distancing can still be kind of um, a thing, you know, like the businesses where social distancing can still be done uh first and kind of see how that goes before we open up the nail salons the hair salons and i know i want to get all beautified too but those are um directly touching another human being um type of services so i think we should open up services that um are not directly touching or um that close of interaction with other human beings first kind of see how it goes if that goes well then start slowly opening up those types of services so like um i know that there's certain businesses right now when you go into work you have to get your temperature taken they have a forehead swiper um that they roll across your forehead or i guess i don't know exactly how it works um you put your uh, uh, so i have a friend who was telling me that he has put his forehead against this piece of plexiglass they take his temperature on his forehead he has to wear a mask and glove to work and they're working every other desk to keep social distancing and that seems to be working um so i think that if we could do a few more things like that before we open up the whole country would be good but i think the most important thing is to work with the states that we are um, closely close to to do things along the same type of a timeline so that say California opens up and then um, a bunch of people from California and Arizona that is a very um, high traveled um, especially this time of year with people going to the beach I want to go to the beach and <laughs> but um, to kind of keep it under control so not don't not open up but so really let off some of the restrictions but still keep some social distancing and then the other thing i need i think that needs to be done is trace trace testing or where you trace them um after once per someone is diagnosed that you trace back and say hey i had this i was in contact with you in these last few days um, and then those people are able to quarantine and keep out, but the healthy people are able to go to work and stuff. Um, so, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, um, those are all valid um, points that a lot of people have been repeating for several weeks, a lot of ideas and stuff. Um, but if we make all of those things laws that's going to be a lot of overreaching by the government and it's going to be a lot of invasion of privacy 
And I think we would be better off by simply educating people of the risks, which we've been doing, and educating people of the various ways they can protect themselves, which we've been doing. And then everybody gets back to work and takes responsibility for their own health and the health of their family and neighbors. So that's what America's I, always done, and we've been successful that way. So not I, by letting the government overreach and tell us how to live our lives. So I I understand what you mean, but the other thing is, um, how often do you call into work because you're sick and not go in? Majority of people, including me, when I was working a full time job, I went to work when I was sick and I stayed home when I was well. <laughs> so that that mentality is something that is going to have to be adjusted well yeah but that's something so. the individuals can adjust with yeah. our responsible thinking and the education we've been given once again we don't need the government overreaching and telling us what to do yeah but i, I so yeah. here's what i think so um, I agree, like, I'm like kind of more in the middle there because I'm like a middle person. But um, I think that, you know, um, you know, people that I shouldn't. You know, so so people that are out, people that have families, people like us, you know, that that are, we're, you know, in the world, you know, we're getting the education that we need. And if we were to go out, if we had to go out, we know, you know, grab your gloves, grab your whatever you need to do to keep other people safe and yourself. Um, I feel like there's some people though that are just not listening, even though the, and the numbers are low. Like, you know, when, when people say, oh, you know, we're, we're all, we're dying with, you know, by the, the tens of thousands. No, we're not, but that's because we're being responsible. So um, it's those people that I worry about that are not thinking clearly and, don't care about society they go out and you know you know and accidents happen milk spills you know things happen so it's it's got to be a balance i think um well you know meg in in all areas of our society there's so many areas where people just have to be responsible and show some level of decency to protect the rest of the world around them and this obviously is going to have to become another part of our lives where we just practice better hygiene. We practice better, you know, better everything when we're out and about. And that's the best we're going to be able to do as a society. But I think we can make it work. I um, think if people, yeah, like you and me, uh, you know, people that are actually thinking of others, because we've done that. I mean, we are people that do that anyway, you know, always mm -hmm. thinking of others um, and you know, probably before even our own selves most of the time. So, um, you know, people like us, but you know, there are um, people and not that they would do it, you know, just that don't care or that, you know, don't feel like they're sick or that still, you know, want to get out. And um, so, you know, you, we just have to have that balance. And obviously we know there are people that are going to do that, but if we just have this balance, what you've been doing, I feel like we're doing good. Um, have you guys seen the COVID numbers today? I, like I said last week, I don't look at the numbers, but back to what we were talking about, I just really think that individuals, if individuals are empowered and given the responsibility, that's our best bet that everybody takes responsibility for themselves. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the the government is not going to be able to make everybody take responsibility. People have to decide to do it on their own.
Right. So here's something that I worry about, and I kind of want you guys' opinion on it, okay? So I have a cafe in a library, um, and the library is city-owned, or, you know, like it's a city building. So anybody can go in and out of there, whether you're homeless or, you know, it's a good place for homeless people to go for air conditioning this summer and all these things. Okay, so let's just say you, you're homeless or you don't have a, you know, you're kind of out and about, you don't feel good, but you're super hungry. And you're like, well, you know, hopefully, I don't know, I just need to get something to eat. What if, you, you know, like things like that, I mean, little things like that can happen. So I'm just saying, you know, I think I like the balance thing. Not that we should keep everyone home forever, but I worry about little things like that that couldn't even be on purpose happening, you know, but somebody being sick but really needing food or coming in to get a drink or anything. I'm confused. <laughs> it was on my little Are you, you're, you're worried someone's going to come in and patronize your business that scares you? Kind of, well, or you're no. worried that the person will be homeless? I'm, I'm happy that, that somebody's patronizing my business, but what if, and you know, what if somebody's sick and they don't mean to be, or what if, okay, that was kind of a bet. So now I, I, I don't want to look like I'm saying that, but no, I'm just saying like more vulnerable people who accidentally get sick or, you know, and coming in. Um, I think what I'm trying to say is we need to have a, a different system as to how we um, run restaurants and things like that for a while until we get the thing straightened out but well, no you, i'm definitely not well you know it. as a person when i start when the restaurants open back up and i start going out i plan on taking vitamins to increase my immune system you know and practicing better habits to make my immune system stronger because i'm anticipating that the viruses are going to be pretty strong when we get back out there because we've all been hiding in our homes you know what i mean Right. And that's so, you. I mean, I'll do it too. That's a great idea. Um, and so, like, when this is, when we're all back out there and we're back to living our daily lives, I think we all need to think about washing our hands more often and covering our, our noses with our sleeves when we sneeze or cough. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And may, maybe restaurants can provide the, the, wipes you know what i mean at all the tables with the antibacterial stuff included in them to help promote sanitation you know what i mean yeah we're gonna yeah. have to do something it'll be different yeah. it'll be a whole yeah. different world and you know they always wipe off the tables in restaurants well so they just put a disinfectant in the you know instead of just water or just soapy water they put like use disinfectant water or something when they wipe everything down you know those sorts of things i think can go a long way towards cutting down on the germs and stuff i i highly agree and that's yeah it's so, what we do anyway so i mean it's just you know gotta be careful and i really believe america will get back to at least the happiness and the love and friendship we were at at one point maybe we'll never be able to feel as safe as we did at one point but you know our world is different it has been since september 11th 2001 so yeah. i feel like oh go ahead kayla i was gonna say um on the change of the world it is never gonna go back to where it was three months ago um but i think that people have taken this time and kind of actually seen what is important to them a little more um and making new making those connections a little bit stronger using different ways to connect 
things like that. I know that most of my relationships now are stronger than they were before this, just because I had the time now to, um, to build uh, these friendships up. You know, mm-hmm. that I didn't have time because everyone was going and doing their own thing all the time. So I feel like that's one benefit that has come out of this. Mm-hmm. So it's an unfortunate situation, but I'm one of those people I have to figure out, okay, so what is the good that comes out of this? Because I can't change it. So mm-hmm. what can I, what can I focus on more? That's a little positive. And that's one of the things I've really come up with is, the connection with others. Um, and I know it's not a physical connection, but now you have to rely more on conversation. I bet a lot of people's conversation skills have increased. Um, I, I, sh- I uh, was watching this thing and they were talking about how people are paying more attention when they're in meetings with people now that they're on Zoom rather than in it you know, they're not, they're more paying attention to the screen and what is going on in front of them rather than sitting in a meeting, playing on their phone and stuff as much. So, um, there are some benefits on, uh, it's a very unfortunate situation, but I thought that was interesting at least. That is a valid point. So, um, I was going to talk about, um, well, I was going to give you a, a grocery, a Megan, a mega grocery update, because I get to say mega again, because it seems like the stores are coming back. I was able to get all the things that I needed, and I'm just so happy, so got to have oh, to share. Praise that. God. That's wonderful, Meg. Thank you. Have you been with your food, Becca? Everything well, you've got people, you've got your people that go get you your food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm okay. Um did I tell you guys about my golf ball? Wait, um, I didn't hear what you said. Did I tell you guys about my golf ball? No. Oh my god, you guys. So I've been I've been standing up and working on my book, right? And I spent hours on my feet working on my book. And the bottoms of my feet hurt so bad, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I take my shoes off and then I take my socks off and my feet still hurt, you know? And I talked to my, well, I texted my life coach because, and I told him, I just texted him, I was like, oh, the bottoms of my feet hurt so bad. And I, the reason I texted him is because I figured he'd have a solution and he did. He suggested I get a golf ball. So I got some golf balls, right? The reason I'm sharing this, you guys, even though this sounds kind of dumb, is because other people out there might have sore feet and people who work on their feet all day. So I'm sharing this. So what my, what my life coach, who's also my massage therapist, told me to do, and this worked out really great, you guys, is he told me to get some golf balls. And you put one under your foot. And then, like, I, as I'm standing at my desk working on my book, right, I just roll the bottom of my foot along the top of the golf ball, right? Oh, that's and it makes the bottom of my feet feel so good. I, wow. I texted my life coach and I said, the bottoms of my feet are killing me. I, they feel like I want to walk on a bed of nails. That's what they felt like, you know? And so he knew right away what I meant. And then that's why he suggested the golf ball. And it really works, you guys. Hey, Becca, I have a question on that because my when I stand at a register all day, 
mm-hmm. my feet kill me too. And I've been, you know, getting the, the shoes, you know, or well, you know, trying to get some good, better shoes and stuff, but mm-hmm. does the golf ball actually kind of like help, um, get rid of like the, the calcium and stuff or whatever is like making your feet or is it like a calcium thing that you're talking about or just sore muscles? So like, I, I think I think my feet are particularly bad because of everything I've been through in my life. And another thing my life coach has taught me is that your feet have lots of nerve endings in them that control your whole body. So, and so when the bottoms of your feet hurt, it, it kind of affects your whole body. So, but what it does is, you know, the bottoms of your feet, they just get sore. And you know how the golf ball has the bumps on it? Yeah. And you put the golf ball between the bottom of your foot and the carpet as you're standing up, right? Or you can sit in your chair and do it too, as long as you can touch the floor with your foot completely, you know? And you just rub your foot back and forth, you know, as the ball rolls across the floor. Do you know what I mean? That and doesn't the, hurt. Does it hurt? No, it doesn't. The, the bumps on the bumps on the golf ball massage the bottoms of your foot, and like you can you can move your foot around so that it massages all the different sides of your foot and stuff. It feels so good. I do it for hours when I'm standing at my computer working on my book because my. Why feet are you standing cold. while you're working on your book? Can I just ask? I'm sorry. Okay, because <laughs> I fell and broke my tailbone a few years ago just before I went to the oh, NFB yeah. convention, like in 2017, I think it was. I think I remember and that. So I can't sit down for very long because my tailbone and my hips start to bother me. Like sitting down here is like the longest I sit down is why I sit down to do these videos. So yeah, I usually stand up. I, I actually got a table so I can stand up and work on my computer. And then I have a, like right next to it, I have a shorter desk that I can also turn and sit down on because sometimes I need to sit down, but most of the time I stand up. Wow. It just really depends on what's going on with my hips and my back and my neck and my tailbone at any given day. Crazy. Well, that's good to know about the golf ball thing. I'm going to be definitely using that. Oh, um, I it's like self-reflexology. <laughs> Yeah. What? Yeah, Kayla, you're in, I mean, you would know about that kind of stuff too. But I was going to say, I know nobody wants to hear COVID numbers, but I have good news. What's the sort good of. news? Okay, so, sort of. So yesterday there was no deaths. And this is what we need. In but Arizona. No deaths where? In Arizona. In, in Arizona. See, I'm only okay. paying attention to Arizona because, Nobody yeah, died just, of, of Corona anyway. Nobody died of Corona yesterday. But it was like 17 today, but at least we had kind of like a lull and, and I really feel like it's going to get better. And the more that it gets better, the, you know, then we can start opening back up our economy, eating or selling uh, blueberry muffins and coffee. And I haven't had a oh Starbucks in forever. <laughs> you know, Dutch Brothers is still open. Yeah. Oh, we go every morning to the Dutch Brothers. I wonder if they have one of those by me. I really do like Dutch Brothers too, and Dunkin' Donuts. You know, I can't even drink Star Brother or Starbucks since I found Dutch Brothers. Oh yeah, Dutch Brothers is good. Mm-hmm. Agree. I like coffee. <laughs> I like coffee. Me too. I pick it. I like my coffee though. I don't like other people's coffee. <laughs> Well, you like mine because you showed me how to make I do. it. I do like yours. Yours was really good. So, but I typically, I make my own coffee at home because I get annoyed with other people because I know exactly how I want it. So it's just how, easier for me to do it myself. How do you like your coffee? 
Kayla? Um, I I'm very picky. I use the same brand of coffee. It's a um, I'm gonna butcher the name because it's French and I don't speak French. Um, <laughs> and I can't remember it now. Oh my gosh, you put me on the on the spot. But Francisco's? Just, no, huh? it's not Francisco's. That's not it's, French. Uh, it's um. It's on Francisco. That's what it is. I'm sorry. It's not French. I'm just dumb. Um, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, but I like this cinnamon hazelnut coffee. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then I get the Kroger brand sweet because it's the only one that isn't too sweet, but is sweet enough. And I cry at, I like one day I almost started crying at the grocery store because I didn't have it. And they're like, we'll give you a different one for free. And I'm like, but I don't want it. So, <laughs> and I have a coffee frother. So I put the creamer in my cup and I froth it up and then I pour my hot coffee over it and it's all bubbly at the top. And it's Guys, can we talk about that real quick? Yeah. You were talking about how you were at the grocery store and you started to cry and they gave it to you for free? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, I almost started I wanted to, to talk cry. About I wasn't actually crying. I wanted to cry. When I started getting emotional and stuff, and people were like, oh, just take it for free. No, no, no. No, I because almost started crying. Guys. And they said, since they don't have, they'll substitute something else for free. And I didn't want to do it. I'm like, no, I don't want to. So my, my loving husband, who adores me, he must, um, went to two other stores and found it for me. Um, oh, the third, at the third Kroger at fries so he's a very patient man (laughs) that is so cool and i just have to say because i i mean i'm sure some people are looking at us going you guys are coffee snobs well if you find like the best kind of coffee to drink you you just can't go back you can't you you know it's hard to go back and then um it's funny that you said that you like making your own coffee kayla because i do too especially um now that I know, you know, what my drinks taste like, um, as far as, you know, the Starbucks ones and, and out, you know, I always prefer, it's like, let me go back there. I can do that myself, but obviously, they don't, you know, but I like doing my own drinks too. Yeah. Megan got a new coffee maker. Just joking. <laughs> I did. Because I was crying. That was the day I was crying because, um, my coffee maker broke. And so, um, I didn't have coffee and it was really weird because I kept thinking about it. I'm like, geez, this is bad. I didn't even know I had this problem. Well, you should tell them about your coffee, your coffee maker experience though. Which one? How you ordered it and. Oh, I think I did about the target when I uh, ordered a coffee maker from target. So I ordered a coffee maker and, um, they said that it would be here within five hours cause I ordered it through Instacart. Um, and they brought like a bag of candy. Um, and so when I had ordered my coffee pot, I thought, well, I should just get a bag of candy to, you know, just something, you know, some, some why not? And, to make it a larger uh, order, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, but then they just gave me the bag of candy instead. And I opened my door and, and it was like literally right before Easter, probably like the third day before Easter. And like, I looked down and there's this bag of candy and I'm like, Wow, well, that what a waste of time because you know people. <laughs> yeah, so whatever. Did you ever get the coffee pot? I did. My best friend in the world, um, her <laughs> husband that loves her, I guess. Or whatever. <laughs> I still like it or whatever. 
um, went out and picked out a coffee pot for me or got a coffee pot from Target. So, yeah, the same Target. Well, I don't know if it's the same Target, but um, no. So thank you, by the way, for that. You're That's so cool. <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest story. I'm like, you get no coffee. Just They just bring a bag of candy. I thought it was- Wait, man, man, how long have you guys known each was, other? How long guys? have we known? Since we were yeah. two. Yeah, two. Are you guys serious? You guys grew up together? Yeah. You we guys the blind best friend growing up. You guys are so lucky. You know, I didn't even meet a blind person until 2014. And I went blind in 1989. Wow. wow. I was at the grocery store one day, and this kid has never met a blind either because he told me that. He's like, why do you have a stick? Did you just say a blind? <laughs> that's what he said. That's what he said. So oh. story is, we're in, we're in, we're in the checkout line and it's mm -hmm. our turn and I have my cane and he's probably, I don't know. I, do you have to be 18 to work a register? I don't know. However young you're allowed to be to work a register. That's probably what he was. Mm -hmm. um, and he asked me, why do you have a stick? And I said, oh, because I'm blind. And his response is, I never met a blind before. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So my husband um, told me, or I, he's like, oh, his name's Jordan. And, mm -hmm. um, and he, he told me that before the guy told me he never met a blind. Mm -hmm. And um, so I said, uh, oh, I said, hey, Jordan, nice to meet you. I'm your local blind. <laughs> <laughs> I put my hand out to shake him because I'm like, you know, I can't get mad at ignorance. I just, all I can do is, is laugh about it because why get mad? It's not going to change the fact that that just happened. It's not going to do much, but except, you know, now I have a funny story and I have you lots know of what you do with the, You know what you do in situations like that? <laughs> that's what you say well i'm the coolest smartest blind you'll ever meet you know you want to give them a good impression yeah. for that first impression of a blind person right and you know now that i feel a little bit more confident too and i know because kayla actually is the one that kind of got me like more comfortable with myself because after she had kids she was you know carrying a cane and i'm like why are you carrying a cane and you know it's for safety and um so i know it's crazy but um you know, now that that kind of stuff happens, like, you know, I just, um, you know, use it as a, a teaching, like, you know, like get to know them better, like not even like telling them, you know, about blindness or whatever, but, you know, laughing along with it because they really don't know, you know, they don't know. Mm -hmm. And um, it's good to have um, them, you know, good to have people being around other people anyway, you know, um, learning about different things. So I think that's funny. I, I know previously in the past, I used to run into people who had had one or two encounters with, dis, with disabled or blind people previously, and they had negative experiences. So I try to make sure they have positive experiences when they talk to me, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, most of the time I try to, but sometimes I get busy and then I get grumpy and it doesn't always work <laughs> out. But <laughs> do the best we can, right? Mm -hmm. Something to work on. Yeah, I'm almost always the first one to make a blind joke because I feel like it puts other people at ease with it because I feel like some people are, are very much like, oh, I can't say, oh, did you see that? And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, 
Okay, so I use that terminology. Please don't say I'm sorry for using English. You know what I mean? So that's not something that offends me. Oh, did you go? Did you see that movie? Yeah, I saw that movie. You know, it's not. I I just I I wish people didn't get so um, in their head about it and just treated us more like we were normal and be normal. Mm -hmm. Right. I've had friends for years and they still try to show me their phone. They're like, oh, look at this. And then they're like, oh man, you can't see it. And then they'll sit there and they'll describe it to me. And oh, that's dude. like, I'm like, that's a true friend because they're not sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, you can't see. I need to help her. I need to do stuff for her or anything like that. It's not something that they focus on when they think about me. Right. It's kind of like this COVID thing. Like it's good that people are aware, like, I mean, I, you know, even sometimes when I'm out with a group of sighted people, you know, you've got your cane and everything, but it, you know, it's nice to know that they, you know, at least kind of are aware, like, Hey, don't like go through that crowd without making sure that I'm, you know, going to be with you, you know, and, and I can, you know, pretty much navigate it, but you know, just, I like that too. So guys, let's talk about what it's going to be like when we're back out there living our lives in the future with this COVID thing now. Because in the past, having people come up to us and invade our boundaries and invade our space and grab onto us was a normal, I mean, not, maybe not normal, but it, it was a thing that happened to us from time to time. And now with this coronavirus, I think when people come up and do that, it kind of becomes a horse of a different color, like maybe attempted murder or assault, right? Are you saying that you feel like I feel? Are you saying like the handshaking, like when you go up and try, or like on act, like you, you you're kind I, of? In I I I'm saying when sighted people come up to us and invade our boundaries by grabbing onto us, jerking us around in the future, and all that stuff, it's a horse of a different color now because not only huh? are they invading our boundaries and our sensibilities, but they may be. Maybe they don't want to touch us. us to the coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge thing now. And you know how we've always been more vulnerable because people just automatically jump to the assumption when they see us that we need help, so they tend to glom on and grab. Yeah, so I always so I hate when people do that. So I will like, I will like plant my feet, I will twist my arm, and I will, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I will pull away and I'll say, Thank you so much, but I, I got this. Um, my big concern um, going back into the world as a blind person is I'm sure we are still going to have social distancing, stay six feet away from people, that type of thing. My thing is, as someone who cannot see very well how far away a person is, uh, how am I going to do that as a blind person? So that's one of the things I'm kind of like, hmm, I got to figure out in my mind before I go out and do something like that. How am I, as a blind person, going to respect social distancing boundaries? Because that seems very difficult to me right now, like if I went out by myself. So I, um, I actually had that happen to me the other day. Um, the, um, I was out on my route, and we bring a bag in, like a backpack, and the, one of the bus drivers had the same backpack that we did you know, coming in. So I accidentally grabbed their backpack and they're like, hey, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. 
And, um, you know, I explained, well, obviously, you know, they kind of know who I am on my route anyway, that I have a, you know, that I'm, I'm visually impaired, I'm blind, and I run this route. But um, I had to explain them, like, you know, I'm so sorry I didn't see that. Uh, like, I feel like I'm explaining a lot more. Is And sometimes it's cool, and sometimes it's like, oh, jeez, you know? So, um, yeah. Hello? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. I know my words just like made you all think so hard. <laughs> it didn't mean to do that. <laughs> well, I'm also wondering like I'm I've been out a couple of times with my sister and like we've stood in line places and my sister will say to me, Get back, remember, stand 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 six feet apart or whatever, right? And and so I'm starting to get, try to get better about that. But I think people will see our canes and realize that we can't see. Maybe they'll make distance between us or help let us know that we need to move. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's still just, it seems like more, I don't know, like, because, I don't know. I just feel like I was explaining things more, but, um, yeah. There was something I was going to say, too, that I can't remember what I was thinking about. So um, this week, I tried to do some online shopping for clothing. That was like one of the worst experience of my life. <laughs> what happened? Um, so I was on Old Navy's uh, website. And um, it's just, it's pretty accessible. Except nothing is described exactly like what it is very well. So, and I've never really bought clothes online. And mm -hmm. so like some of the colors is Spice Girl, which by the way, in case you're wondering, is red. <laughs> Thank <I'm not> you. <laughs> <laughs> so just like the coloring of clothes, uh, rum chata, that sounds delicious, but do I want that on me? I'm not is so sure. Green? You Did know? Green? <laughs> <laughs> so it was really interesting. And then um, trying to figure out like how to measure me to see which size I am and what I should buy. Mm -hmm. So it was a whole experience and um, I don't ever want to have to do it again. No, <laughs> um, I, I really like enjoy shopping in stores much better. I'm very much texture is huge to me. And when mm. I'm online, I'm like, oh, I can't feel what I, like, you know, I don't like rough fabric. I, I'm very picky about. So we'll see. Once I get what we ordered, we'll see um, how it, how it turned out. I'll have to do an update in a couple weeks. It's my birthday present from my mom. So it'll be, uh, it'll be about a month before I get them. But I'll let you know how they turn out for fitting and all that once uh, that happens. But I wasn't sure if you guys had, because I know I've tried buying other things online and it's somewhat frustrating, um, just not knowing exactly what it is you're looking at. And um, my husband ended up doing most of it for me, to be honest, my husband and my daughter, because I'm just like, this is stupid. I don't like it. Um, so it'll be a surprise. It'll be a good birthday present because I won't exactly know what it is. But I wasn't sure how if you guys have ever tried shopping for clothing online or uh, anything oh, like that. Oh, dude, I I don't shop online for all the reasons you just expressed you had trouble with, like the measurements and the colors and all that. That's exactly why I don't shop online because I don't know what my measurements are and I can't see the colors and stuff. 
Yeah. So, um, I have, um, I, um, I have not shopped through Old Navy. I will have to say that or not too many, but, um, I have a Macy's card and sometimes they have really good deals at Macy's and everything that I've gotten, um, from Macy's, I have been really happy with the only thing that I was sad about was I got some jammies and they were a little bit too big. But is that like a huge issue? No, it's like, um, but so for me- Meg, like, Meg, are you talking about stuff you purchased online through uh -huh. Macy's stuff? Really? Yeah, oh, the Macy's okay. website. And I really like it because I can see, um, like it's very um, accessible. You can, it's it. there's an app for it. Um, and you just, you know, hooked your, your Macy's card up to it. And um, I've done it because sometimes in the stores, like with jeans, um, you know, I don't want to sit and buy a bunch of jeans at the store. It's easier for me to put them on a, a card and be like, oh, oh, you know, get that. Or, you know, I, I just don't like buying jeans at the store. So I got some really good jeans for work. Um, my jammies and, um, you know, like things that I just needed, like, you know, person, like, you know, clothes that you just have to have, you know, your clothes. So uh, I had a really good experience, but Macy's is the only one that I've used. You know what? I didn't even think about seeing if there was an app. And Megan did. I was talking to Megan about it after, or somewhat, I think it was during, and my husband had just gotten off work, so he was going to help me. But she's like, call Be My Eyes or one of those services, and maybe they can help, which maybe next time I'll try that. Mm -hmm. and, but um, yeah, it was it was a little frustrating. But we got it figured out in the long run and everything, but it was another thing that I couldn't do on my own. And that's why it was frustrating for me more than anything is I don't like asking for help. I like to be well, and plus, on my like, own. They were having a sale, right? And so yeah. everything that you were picking was <laughs> Apparently getting like- I'm everybody's size. So I'm like, yeah. okay, this sounds cute. Okay, not in your size. I'm like, no, I am not an extra small or a triple XL, sorry. I'm somewhere in between. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, and petite clothes are hard to find too. Are you a petite, Kayla? I am. And actually, um, that was the easiest part of it because I could sort it by petite. Yeah. See, I just can't find very many petite clothes that um, yeah, are good so for the part about it is um, they have a whole line. So you can go and you can sort it by the petite size and everything. So how tall are you ladies? Huh? Speaking of petite, how tall are you ladies? I am um five one ish. <laughs> I'm gonna say the same. We're so it's really weird. Um Kayla and I stood back to back. We are exactly exactly the same size. Like the same there's height. no difference. Oh my god. It's really kind of freaky. I'm ten She's inches like taller than you guys, dude. <laughs> But you know what though, that's, yeah, but see, I can like, you know, yeah, you, you're very tall to me, but um, at least I can always kind of know like where you're at. Like, you know, I can find you anywhere. So <laughs> my, I um, wish I was taller for that. Like, so that I could, like, people could notice me more. Like, um, I just, I'm good. I, I don't want to be noticed. <laughs> like, my, I want to be noticed. My brother-in-law is six five, and I swear I go to his elbow. <laughs> oh, that's your brother-in-law, you said? Yeah, 
So my husband's six foot, and then um, he has a brother that's like six three, and one that's six five. So they're tall. Um, so I just wanted to say really quick. Um, I I was really inspired by uh, Kayla's other video that she did about the frog, and you know I think that um, you know that would be something that uh, would be fun to you know do sometime too. I don't know uh, what the the viewers are are interested in, but um, you know I'll definitely keep going on my uh, uh, watching the news and keeping y'all updated on on the positive part of the numbers. We're going down. So um, I did a salsa dancing class this week. Oh, really? From the the uh, foundation, or the NFB um, did a salsa dancing class and it was pretty fun. Me and my husband did it and um, it was pretty good. There was like one part I wasn't understanding what uh, she was talking about, but my husband like brought up a video real quick on his phone. He's like, Oh, I, I definitely know now. So that was a really fun experience. Um, because I probably would have never done that otherwise, if it wasn't so accessible, I, you know, we've talked about going and taking swing dance lessons for what, 15 years now and we've never done it. So, um, that was really fun. And now I even, I want to do swing dancing even more. But that was really, really fun. Yeah, I heard about the salsa dancing lessons, but I really didn't have anybody to dance with. And, and honestly, was that two or three people were doing that, I think? Um, That's kind of how I felt, too. I was like, I didn't have anybody, but so, um, I kind of forgot about it, too. Just so you guys know, most of the people there did not have someone else that was dancing with them. They were just learning mm -hmm. the steps and having fun. Um, I would say there were more people there by themselves than with somebody. Was it so pretty they, easy to follow? Yeah, it was complete, like, except for that one spot. And I was just interpreting it wrong, I think. I mean, I don't think she did a bad job. I just, the way I pictured it in my head was different than what was actually supposed to be done. So. The, the NFB is doing a lot of things like that right now. I think that's really cool. And uh, the states are, or the uh, chapters are having uh, their meetings over uh, Zoom and uh, free conference lines right now. And actually, I think it's kind of good um, for people who haven't really, you know, or don't really know what the NFB is about. Um, you know, like the different divisions are doing fun things like that. And, um, so, and there's like a huge list, uh, like a whole schedule of different things that people are doing. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a, um, uh, like a comedy one, like show, tell you how to do like sketch comedy one. And that sounded interesting. I was thinking about jumping into that one. Um, and then, um, like every Monday night, the crafters division does a call and we talk about different craft things and do small projects and stuff like that. And they're offering classes um, a couple times a week. They have some oh. different beginner classes, like beginning crochet, beginning loom knitting, and beginning knitting, which I suck at. I tried. I tried, girls. I have tried and tried to learn how to knit, and I just, it's not my thing. <laughs> I tried to learn knitting, too. You know, I used to crochet before I went blind, and I should take that up, but I'm I can't do anything like that time done with my book. So. I'm excited to read your book, Becca. I'm excited to have it done or get it done. Oh, thank you, Maya. I'm, ex I'm excited to get it done, too. 
And I just keep telling myself and God, this is my last book. Anything else, it's just going to be little blogs or, or I'll be like public speaking. Ooh, that'd be cool, Becca. Very cool. Oh yeah. Well, I've done motivational speaking in the past and I really enjoy it. So I think you're really good at it. And I just wanted to say too, sometimes, um, with me, I feel like, um, when I get confused or something on a subject, I really like how you will kind of talk to me and make me feel better about it. So I think you are really good at uh, life coaching and, you know, just even on this thing, you know, trying to, like, I feel like you understand what I'm, what my brain is thinking. <laughs> so that's like always a good thing. So I love you, Meg. Hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do. You can unscramble my brain like Kayla can. So. Mm -hmm. So I had another um, thing I would like to bring up and point out. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the app Voice Dream Reader. Yes. It's on iOS. Yes. Have you used that app before? I never have. What is it? It's a um, it's an app that you can. It's like um that you can download books onto from like Bookshare and different. You can up, uh, upload stuff from your Dropbox into it but it's made for individuals who with visual impairments and um, who are blind. And right now you can get voice dream reader and the voice scanner, voice dream scanner, which I've what never used. But what does it do when you upload a book to it? Okay. So um, when I say I go in and I download a book from um, Bookshare, cause that's my favorite. Now you're talking um, digital books that are not audio, yes, right? It will, it'll, it will read the, the, the text to you. Yes. But it's different the, than a voice over voice or jazz. Yeah. So they have a variety of voices you can choose from. So it's a little more fluid when it reads to me, to me, it is anyways, a little more fluid, um, than the actual voice over. Um, I really like this app over other apps because you can, you can select text and you can highlight it and you can copy it and paste it somewhere else if you need to. Um, once you have all your highlights um, done in a book, you can export them into like Dropbox or something like that. So if you're a student, and this is why they're, they're giving the discount right now for the two apps bundled, um, and it's $9.99 for both apps, the scanner and the reader. Um, the scanner, I've not personally used, but I've heard some really good reviews on it. But this is a really good price because I paid $10. I think I paid $15 just for the voice dream reader. But it is one of my most used apps. So I wanted to make sure people knew that that is available right now at a discounted price. Good so the, the scanner part of the app, is that something that would take a picture of a document and transform that into yeah. the text that the, the voice dream reader could read. So it would be like like the KNFB reader, except you'd have different voices to choose from, kind of. And maybe be yeah, and different. it's different. a little maybe more affordable. Yeah, more affordable too. Yeah. But I really like the like the voice dream reader. If I get an attachment in an app, mm -hmm. or like say I get an email that has an attachment, I can mm -hmm. save it to this app. But they also have the option of creating folders so you can organize it and that's my favorite part what <laughs> like, so, is the voice dream reader is it i'm oh, sorry me? go ahead Beck. what how much did you say the voice dream reader is 
Um, right now with the voice dream reader and the voice uh, dream scanner is $10.999. So on the app, do you have to search for them separately or what do you search for? Um, there, I also gave a link to our, uh, yep. So it should, he'll be able to put it in the description below as well. So you can link to it. Um, you can, uh, you can search for voice dream reader in the mm -hmm. app store and I'm sure the bundle will show up as well. Great. So it's a bundle. Is that what you're yep, saying? There's a bundle. Yeah. You can buy them individually or you can buy the bundle. So, okay. but I That's use this app like know. every day. So and you use the bundle, so that you'd recommend getting the bundle, right? I recommend give, getting the bundle because the bundle is cheaper than the what I paid originally for it. I think they may have lowered the price of the app to ten dollars now, but mm -hmm. so you're getting a free item also if that is what mm -hmm. the price. I'm not exactly sure because I bought it. I've been using the app for years since I got yeah, my first phone in 2012. So I, yeah. I heard of that app years ago, but I've never bothered to look at it, but I'm going to look at it now just because yes, of what you, you can, about it. So, and if you are sighted, um, you can change the coloring of the background, the fonts, the, um, you can make it. So if you have a younger child who's learning how to read, it can highlight the word as it's reading it. Um, you can, so there's a lot of options for it. It's not, it's made for people with reading disabilities. So that includes like my son who's dyslexic. Um, it's not just for blind, it's for anyone with a reading disability. There's a lot of different features. Um, but like I said, it's the app I use the most. I can organize files in it. You can make notes in it. You Like if you're in a book, you can make a note. Um, a lot of what I read is nonfiction. So I like to like, oh, I, I want to remember that later. So I'll, I'll set a highlight and I'll highlight it or I'll bookmark it so that it's easier for me to find later because I can't just scan. I can't look at a book and just scan and be like, oh, okay, that's what I'm looking for. So when I go back to get the information later, it makes it so much easier. And like I said, it could be from Dropbox. So if a, a teacher emails a document to a student, they can save it and upload it into the same format and make it consistent. Mm -hmm. I should well, start. Well, that is really valuable information, <laughs> Kayla. Thank you for sharing all of that. I, I didn't realize I how much I loved it. it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I like I like it too. Um, I use it when I need to read like long documents out loud and um, you know, to like a group of people. I'll just put that on instead because I have some really good voices too. Is there an iPad app also or just an iPhone app? Both. Oh. Okay, well, maybe I'll get both then. Thanks, guys. I think once you purchase it on one, it's free on the other because yeah, you well, it with the same iCloud account. Yeah, and it should sync. It should just yep. sync over. Afterwards. Yeah, you can sync them too. I just have too much stuff. It takes forever to sync it. <laughs> I have like 2,000 items in it. <laughs> so. Kayla doesn't use it that often. No. <laughs> <laughs> can you delete stuff off of it also to make room yeah yeah i just keep them i'm a digital hoarder <laughs> she's a word hoarder <laughs> yes i'm hoarder. a knowledge hoarder and there you go i'm load like a hundred bucks a month from bookshare <laughs> i found that out <laughs> <laughs> I had one more thing I wanted to tell you guys. 
there's this six-year-old little boy in British Columbia who set up a joke stand at the end of his driveway because he wanted to sell lemonade to make money. But instead, because of social distancing, he has a drive-through joke stand. So he tells the passerby's jokes, and I thought that was adorable. So I wanted it's to in Michigan, in uh, British Columbia. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, that's I'm like, cute. oh, that's so cute. You just want to like it. That sounds like something Jonah would do. I know you should that's do that. <laughs> I know, but we live on the cul-de-sac, so we don't get much traffic. <laughs> So, yeah, I thought that was super cool. And then I also saw that Schneff Farms, which is out in Queen Creek, and um, I love this place because we go pick peaches there and stuff, and they are doing a drive-in movie um, night. Okay. Um, at each day, so they're doing it Wednesday through Sunday. Right now is what the article said, but they're going to add more times and dates because it, it fills up. They can only have 60 cars at a time. Uh -huh. And then um, the Fairmont um, Princess Resort in Scottsdale is doing the same type of thing. And there's said they had a, a uh, inflatable screen, which I I don't know what that's all about. I'm like, that's <laughs> very interesting. I'm not sure if it's a screen, uh, if it's a blow up screen that they project onto, but they, um, so it sounded interesting. And, um, but I thought it was really cool because these two places can't do their normal business, but they made a, they figured out a way to make lemonade, you know, make they lemonade. They figured out a way to be useful. Yeah. And um, so I'm like, oh, so Schneff Farms is $15 a car, which isn't that, that's cheaper than going to a movie, you know. Unfortunately, I'm sure it's not going to have descriptive audio, but it's, I, I really like that they're, finding new and interesting ways to um to make the money they need to make and it's also giving people a way to get out of their homes and yeah, do and, something in a safe way and drive up driving movies i mean that's awesome yeah you know? so yeah i thought that was super cool that is really cool. You know, I almost wonder though if they do have it described because you know when you uh, think way back in the day when we used to go to drive-in movies is um, that you turn on the radio and they'd have a certain station that would play the movie. So I wonder, I mean, I wouldn't think it would be that hard to do. So I hope that they work on that too because. Yeah, we went to the drive-in um, a couple of years ago when we were in California, and they didn't have the descriptive audio, but it was the thing where you you turn to the certain channel on the radio, and um, it was Cars Two that we went and saw. So that was super cool to see Cars oh, Two drive. Love that movie. So yeah, so have you guys ever been to a drive-in? I have a long time ago. Yeah, they're not so popular now. Well, they are now, but. A couple weeks ago, they weren't. <laughs> I hope it, this thing actually gets them to come back because, I mean, it is so much more germ, like you're in your own germ world. Um, you can be in your own car. You can, you know, step out of your car if you needed to. And you can eat snacks in your car. Yeah, maybe they'll come, maybe this will bring back drive-in theaters or drive-in movies, you know? Yeah. 
I could bring I could bring my bag of Reese's. I could bring my water, and I would be happy for it. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, and one other thing that I saw in the news this week that I wanted to mention. Um, I saw that Germany has canceled Oktoberfest. And this is only the second time ever. The last time they did it was during World War II that it was canceled. So I thought that was really interesting um, that things are still being canceled that far in advance. I, what is Oktoberfest in Germany? What did what do they in do? October, I don't know. And it's in October, but I'm not I'm not exactly sure um, what their traditions are, to be honest. But um, I thought that that's so far away. I'm. I'm not sure if they're doing it because they're expecting a second. Um, I'm not sure if they're doing like a second, um, canceling it because of a second wave coming through or whatnot. But um, I just thought that was kind of interesting. So, well, it sounds like it's probably a worldwide event, and so people probably have to plan far in advance to come. Like, like yeah. the convention was for us. Remember, the convention was far away when this first came out, but they canceled the convention rather quickly. You know, because yeah. people have to plan far in advance to travel for yeah. events like that. Yeah, and some people even that far in advance had already purchased. Um, uh, you know flights and ho pay yeah. put on hotels yeah. and stuff like that. So right. yeah, they're just, just canceling, just anticipating, you know, we don't want to have to deal with all the refunds and all that kind of stuff. Right. All right. Well, gosh, it's been, been a good I think week. this is a wrap. Well, you guys, I just want to say thank you so much, Becca, to like, for well, Becca, you know, especially for giving us giving me the opportunity to be able to put my views out and so thank you well you're welcome meg thank you so much for participating i really appreciate you guys being available and like sharing yourselves because this is what makes the show so good is when we're all sharing ourselves you know i love the stuff kayla's sharing and the stuff you're sharing meg you know it, it's working well for all of us. i agree um are we ready to wrap the show up then yeah, I hope you guys all have a great week and look forward to yeah. talking next week. Have a great week. Stay safe. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Blind View. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.